0: Betches Media presents Ha Ha, Laugh, Funny, Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast.
1: We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. We're
0: going to check, me, bro. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am thrilled to welcome back. One of my favorite people to the podcast. You know him from his work at Betches for a long time. Now he's doing his own thing and we're so glad to have him back. Please welcome Chris Burns, a.k.a. Fat Carrie Bradshaw. Hello. Hi, bitch. (laughs) The
1: bitch is back, honey. Um, What's up? I'm excited to be
0: here. I know. It's been a minute. I haven't. I've missed talking Bravo with you all the time, but you're over talking Netflix all the time now, so... No.
1: I know. I mean, I'm still talking Bravo. I'm still watching Bravo. I'll never leave Bravo, you know? It's my first love.
0: That's, <laughs> like, healthy, you know?
1: think. Yeah, I feel like the, my relationship with Bravo is what most people feel about their first boyfriends.
0: I actually... I went on a date last week, and I had to leave early so I could be home in time for the... Dubai premiere <laughs> did you tell your date that yeah oh I, like I told him before we go I was like yeah I'm free on Wednesday I just have to be home by nine
1: did you have a second date
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's in the works
1: <laughs> <laughs> well listen it's more dates than I've been on in the past two weeks
0: that's that's premium content um that maybe maybe we'll get into later we so last night were the MTV movie and TV Awards unscripted (laughs) I love this is the second year in a row that they've split the show into two parts but I think last year they were on two separate days and this year they were literally aired back to back so it was like it was like okay, we're gonna have one big show where like Jennifer Lopez is there and Sydney Sweeney is winning all these awards for Euphoria, and there's like real celebrities, and then like cut to this like pre-taped show where we invited the cast of Summer House.
1: And <laughs> oh, when was it taped? I didn't even realize it, it was, was like pre-taped. a few
0: days ago. Definitely like. I think they told them to like save their posts and stuff for yesterday because Uh. they were like tune in tonight at 10, but there were definitely some people that had like trickled in with some red carpet shots and stuff. Like it was like Thursday or Friday, I think when they filmed it. So it was like, it was funny that it was like, okay, we have like the A-list one. And then at 10 PM, the reality stars are going to be there. And it's like, Okay, I didn't watch yeah. any of it, but, you know.
1: No, me either. I mean, I, I just saw the Instagram post. Also, like, went down the rabbit hole of the fact that Chriselle Staus is probably going to be on the Out 100 before either of us. <laughs> for, <laughs> for her contribution to the to the community. I, like, watched her little clip giving her thanks because she won an award for something and was like... And especially the fact that these vote that these awards were voted on after my announcement really shows how much I love these fans and blah blah blah. Happy pride.
0: Yeah, as if people are gonna like hate Chriselle because she's dating a non binary person. It's like like <laughs> oh, <Chrishell." laughs> you're on yeah it's fine you're Um, fine but i also love at this award show bethany frankel received like whatever their equivalent of a lifetime achievement award is you're lying no she was there and there were like photos of her with um she took a photo with garcelle and kyle and rinna and Teresa and melissa like it's funny because Bethany is one of those people where now she definitely thinks of herself as being, like, too good for housewives. But yeah. she still wants, like... She still wants the clout of being... That comes with being, like, associated with housewives. So she's, like... It's like she's, like, on her podcast talking about how she would never come back to Roni and she's not doing this fucking legacy show. Yeah, I just show. watched her just and, on a
1: reel saying that she would never come back. Right.
0: But, like, she also... If she's at a an event with other housewives like you bet she's going to pose for the photo because she knows that that's going to get tagged and talked about and all this stuff and I, po- I posted this is a little uh, behind the scenes tea but I posted on the Bravo by Betches account yesterday the photos of her posing with housewives and said like Ugh, this makes me want her on a girl's trip but I'm sure they couldn't afford her and she DM'd in response <gasps> to that and was like lol yeah they could never afford me <laughs>
1: She only responds to compliments about her finances.
0: (laughs) Right. If it was like, Bethany, Queen, come back. She wouldn't say anything, but it's like, I bet they can't afford her. She's like, correct. You're right.
1: (laughs) and that's why i'm going to give you 10% of uh 40 million dollars stake isn't she a shark now
0: sometimes she like she's like guest filled in she's never been like a full time shark but she's she's dabbled but honestly i mean she has so many of those skinny girl businesses that i don't know how much time she would have to invest in anything else she's doing like skinny girl lunch meat and skinny girl salad dressing and leggings and jeans and i, don't, I like listen
1: i remember what, like the first Two years maybe I was living in the city. I had a friend that remember when Anderson had um Anderson Live? It was oh, like, like
0: that era when they were giving everyone a talk show, it was like Chris Jenner, Bethany, yeah Anderson. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. I went to a live taping of Anderson because my friend got tickets and the guest host was Bethany. Wow. And they had to keep stopping because Bethany kept on like saying inappropriate things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, you have Anderson Cooper, who's like the most buttoned up person. Like
1: he was like horrified. Like he was like, oh, I I thought you came with Andy's recommendation. I thought that it would be fine.
0: Oh, my God. One time I saw Anderson and Andy together at a pride party last year. Oh,
1: my God. That's... I went to Andy's pride party last year. Remember that?
0: How fucking bizarre. Oh God. Yeah, this was the pride party that was at the top of the standard, like the boom boom room. And that was the one that Madonna was at. And obviously, Anderson and Andy were there. And like, Bo and Yang and like, Drag Race Girlies. It was a mess.
1: I mean, what a world we live in. I'm like, no. and like, Bo and Yang and I used to do like comedy together in Brooklyn before he got so yeah. famous uh, I've seen him on Tinder <laughs> listen uh, I mean I like did a show with him once in Philly where I did my makeup in the the window of a car on the street because that was the only place I had to do my makeup so you never know what's going to happen now look at me I'm in my own apartment In you're on room. the mention
0: it all podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> I listen I don't want to cry so let's move on <laughs>
0: So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The other important thing that happened at the MTV Awards, I don't know who won any of the awards, I don't really care, was we got a new sneak peek clip at season two of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, comma, Ex-Wives Club. And (laughs) this clip is... I think spicier than anything we got in the regular trailer. It's like a minute-long clip of just what I assume is one of the first dinners where Brandy... A very
1: freshly Botoxed Brandy and Taylor both look like they got Botoxed the day before.
0: I mean, Taylor's had a little bit... Something a little stronger than Botox to go in there, too.
1: the fillers. It's very, like, first-day fillers on both of them.
0: Yeah. Ex-Wives Club, it's a little bit First Wives Club when Goldie Hawn... Does the yes. does the filler situation and it's like a little bit too much. I think that's like Taylor Armstrong's normal. Um, but <laughs> but there's are so really nice going t- to say about yeah. Taylor. Goldie Hawn's beautiful. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no,
1: I love. But, t- um, I, I, I I like Taylor. I just I am a big Goldie Hawn fan.
0: I I mean Taylor. I've said it from the beginning with this show. Taylor is such a wild card. She hasn't been in the Housewives universe for such a long time. And seeing her yelling at Brandy Glanville in this clip, and you know, bringing up this thing that Brandy asked someone's wife if she was a lesbian, and she's like, Witch, she told what? us that on camera. She's like, don't talk to me like that, you <laughs> bitch! Like I am so ready, Phaedra's like, these women are nuts. Like when Phaedra Parks is the voice of reason. <laughs>
1: I mean, and Dorinda's not even in the clip. She's probably already been screaming and ran off somewhere.
0: Right, Dorinda's like passed out upstairs already. <laughs> She's
1: yeah, they're after at dinner, nine. so yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Dorinda, like Dorinda, probably had like a moment earlier in the day. She started like fighting with Vicky or something. <laughs> oh my god! I,
1: listen, I would be lying to say this is. Well, I'm very excited for this girls' trip mm-hmm. because, as much as I, I dislike Vicky. Gonvulson as a person, as a housewife, bring me. I, I like Vicky and Tamra. I'm uh, living for.
0: I'm so happy. Yeah, and I think the thing with Vicky is like I really dislike Vicky. I think she is a shitty person. Whatever, but like, so I don't want her back on Orange County. Like, I think that's like too much. I want Tamra back, but different story. Yes, same. But like, in terms of this one-off limited thing, having Vicki and Tamra both there is like wildly exciting to me like i don't and it's not yeah like i don't have any positive feelings about vicky but i'm like oh yeah i'm ready for that and i'm ready to see brandy fucking hate her i'm ready to see dorinda fucking hate her like that is extremely exciting to me
1: brandy and vicky it's like the tens across the board on this casting
0: yeah and i think when the first trailer came out we had we had been teased a lot for months that it was like so chaotic and so much drama went down and they were fighting nonstop and it was going to be like such a wild turn from the first season, which was like pretty... It was cute. That's one word for it. And and I think the Boring trailer... would be another okay. word for it. When, like when the first trailer came out for the season, people were like, okay, like it doesn't look like that chaotic. But this clip I feel like is kind of giving us a taste of like, oh no, 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 like shit went down.
1: I feel like I would watch... A spin-off of almost any of the women that are on this girl's trip. Like I would, I would hundred percent watch a Brandy spinoff. off hundred percent would watch a Phaedra spinoff. My God, imagine! I want to see like what was that that Netflix doc, the twenty four faces of Billy Milligan. I want to see like the twenty four <laughs> faces of Phaedra Parks, where she like has so many different <laughs> jobs and so
0: many different stories. Oh my and- God! Like, is she still? I should know this, but I'm like, what's happening with her like mortician business that we saw a lot on the show? Is she still practicing law? Like Was she, she ever
1: ha- legally <laughs> practicing either? We don't know.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well so she was like representing Sheree that one time that didn't go great. You know, she's been And in that's court- why you
1: still can't buy anything from She by Sheree. <laughs>
0: a bitch has been in the courtroom, you know. I don't know if it's <laughs> gone well, but uh- <laughs> Oh, She by Sheree. This episode of Atlanta, which we'll get into in a little bit. The title of it is just so brutal. The episode title is She by Herself. <gasps> I didn't <laughs> see that title. I like went to watch it on Peacock this morning and I like clicked to the thing and I'm like,
1: oh that is so brutal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, they're not wrong. And it is no,
1: but it was fucked up. That's so fucked up. Very good. Very good work, but still. But
0: speaking of, you said you would watch a spinoff of almost anyone on the Ultimate Girls Trip cast. I'm curious if you feel the same about watching a spinoff of Paige and Craig, which has now been an idea that has been floated by in an article in People at the MTV (laughs) Movie and TV Awards unscripted. Apparently, they were talking about this with People, and Craig was basically saying that he thinks it would be fun quote, it'd be fun to see us in our off time and basically was like, yeah, I think if we did a spinoff, people would love it and it would be great. Don't they
1: have a spinoff? What is Winter House?
0: Well, okay, so that's my that was my initial thing. I'm like, regardless of how I personally feel about watching Paige and Craig, they are already on three different shows in the space of a year like they did Winter House in February. They filmed Southern Charm in the spring. They're probably about to go film another season of summer house. Like how much off time is there that we're not already seeing represented on one Bravo show or another. And then on top of that, it's like, okay, so that's already probably too much. Like who wants, like, I don't need to see more.
1: Yeah. No, And no, I don't think I want to see it. And I mean, Paige and I are from the same hometown and I don't want, Them to be filming in my hometown for any reason other than me. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I actually, I actually have a a first look deal with Bravo for any filming done in Albany, New York. You're like, you're like, they're allowed to film there, but I have to be notified and asked if I want to participate.
1: Exactly. Listen, she can have all. We're from the same suburb, also, so she can have Albany. But yeah, listen, I just don't want to watch a a spinoff about any straight couple or couples like unless it's Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson circa 2004 I'm not into it
0: well I was talking about this I had Dave Quinn on last week and we were talking about spinoffs and how the ones that interest me more are the ones where there's like a specific structure happening like that's why Vanderpump Rules worked so well because it was like a Lisa Vanderpump spinoff but it was about this group of people that work at a restaurant and like Candy and the gang was the same way. They're doing a exactly. spin-off like that with Leva. And like, I would much rather see a new show that actually has like a concept versus just like, well, it seems like people like them. So let's film them yeah. some more. Like,
1: no, I'm like, I need like good drama. And I feel like that doesn't come with just like a couple, usually.
0: Yeah, but it was funny because I so I posted this um headline, which the initial headline on the people article was. Paige Desorbo and Craig Conover think their spinoff could top *Summer House* and *Southern Charm*. And I posted that, and Paige commented, "She was like, <gasps> I actually. She was like, I never said that actually." And then I look, I went to go before we started recording, I went to go like pull some quotes from the article, and they changed the headline. So now it says, "Craig Conover talks potential spinoff with Paige Desorbo." "Quote: I think it'd be fun." And like, they've to- they totally got called out because like. Saying that they think it could top both of those shows is pretty cocky, but... Yeah,
1: I love that she... That is, I I would also be like, the fuck I didn't say that. Don't make me...
0: (laughs) Right, like, saying, like, oh, a spinoff could be fun is way different than, like, our spinoff would be way better than either of these shitty shows.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and especially if the person doing this interview was like, what about a spinoff? Like, they're gonna Mm -hmm. be like, oh, that'd be fun. They're not gonna be like, what? No, absolutely not. We already have two shows. Right,
0: like, you, you have people that are, like, I don't have negative opinions about Paige or Craig. Like, I think both of them are good on their respective shows. No, but it's I mean, like,
1: I, I like them both. You know my, you were there. You were the only other person there for my infamous <laughs> Craig Conover story.
0: We were in a room, you and I, with Paige and Craig back in 2019. People years, years in advance.
1: They weren't dating yet, but no. Carl kept calling me Fat Carrie. And then all of a sudden Craig says to like starts yelling at him. And then he's like, Hey, you can't talk to him like that. And then turns to me and is like, You're just Gary to me, man. And I was like, What? And then was... Dylan and I started laughing hysterically when we realized that he thought that my name was Gary and Carl was just calling me fat Gary. But listen, what a, still... it was a nice thing to do if he thought that's what was happening. I'm like, what a stand-up guy. So
0: Craig Conover, not here for fat shaming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> body <then> positive.
0: He, <laughs> body positive king.
1: <laughs> and he told us that he was gonna make us both pillows, which I'm still waiting oh, on mine.
0: Yeah, he never gave us those fucking pillows. No, I mean, I'm waiting was, for
1: my fat Gary pillow.
0: Look, I will not I don't want to like call anyone out, but I wouldn't say that he was hundred percent sober in that moment. No, I don't
1: think anybody was except for us, really.
0: Right, like, we were about to host this panel, and I'm like, I'm sitting there with my, like, note cards, and, like, there's, like, (laughs) chaos happening around
1: us. (laughs) Uh, I hope they bring us back for BravoCon the next one.
0: I know. I went to that Dubai event last week, and I'm, like, seeing the people from the Bravo team, and I'm like, yeah, see you in October, like. Yeah, right. I'm available. (laughs) Like, I'd love to come. And they're like, we'd love to see you. And I'm like, you're the one who makes that happen. (laughs) Be
1: like, when I say come, I mean, I would like to host a panel. Like,
0: attend. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta.
1: Let's talk about it.
0: We had a week off last week. I... I know it's normal for these shows to take a week off here and there, but I do just feel like it kills the momentum of the season. And I as I was starting this week's episode, I'm like, oh, we're still at this dinner in random ass New Jersey. Yeah. It starts with Sheree with like the receipt about the assistant. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot that this was even the conversation.
1: Which the receipt, I'm like, I don't get the receipt. Like the I didn't understand what even was sent. It was like a picture of like, like, it was just him saying, I have stuff to say, but he didn't say it in the text.
0: Right. Also, it's like weird that he's calling Ralph Drew's, like the father of Drew's baby. And it's like, they're married. (laughs) He's not like the baby daddy.
1: Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I think it's bizarre. Also, like, you can tell when Candy met him in that episode, I was like, who is this like complete character?
0: Candy Miss Legendary Burris. <laughs> I do think I agree with Sonia's perspective on this, that it feels like Drew has, for whatever reason, just allowed this messy figure to sort of stay in her life and, like, cause this issue within the group. And that it's like, Drew talks about not wanting to have drama and all this stuff. And it's like, then fire your assistant who's, like, spreading rumors about yeah. your friend.
1: Unless, like, Drew's, you know, close with him and it makes things more difficult. I think Sonya was kind of not making that much sense in this episode.
0: Sonya, I appreciate that she is putting in some work. Like, I feel like she... That's
1: what it feels like to me, though. I'm like, it feels like she's like, okay, let me go ahead and secure a second season. I'm not gonna be one of these one season hoes.
0: Yeah, I see both sides of it. And I do think it's tricky as a new housewife to strike the right balance of you have to get involved in the group. You can't just like hang out and like have your one friend and like do a scene with your husband and then like just sort of like sit there during the group scenes. Like that's not how you're gonna ingrain yourself in the cast. But then also like we saw this last season on New Jersey when Tracy. God lover, tried to get in the middle of Joe and Teresa. And it's like, babe, you don't have even like a little no. bit of skin in this game. You, you That's, that's like not diving
1: off it. the fucking diving board into the deepest part of the pool. I do feel like Sonya is integrating very well into the cast because I feel like she's doing much better than I think Diana is on Beverly yeah. Hills.
0: Yeah, I think she's doing a good job, too. I think, first of all, she is she makes sense in this group of women, like all of them. Yeah. Are feel like a natural kind of fit to hang out together. I think her husband gets along really well with Ralph and with Todd. Um I do think it is a it's funny though to watch that we're five episodes into the season, and she's basically already chosen to get into it with the woman who was like quote unquote her friend coming onto the show, which I kind of love. I'm like, hell yeah, get in there, <laughs>
1: be be messy. I feel like Drew is the easiest target, though, of all mm. of the women. And I feel like Drew is the least, um, like, all the other women would easily also turn on Drew. <laughs> like, I feel like <laughs> it's, like, easy, like she's the least uh, f- deeply, like, deep-rooted friends. Like, I feel like it, Sheree, yes, is back. But, like, Sheree has these such long friendships with Candy and Kenya and... Like, I could see wanting to align myself with the legends.
0: Right. And, like, if you're trying to strategize on this show, like, okay, I just got here. I'm getting my feet wet. I don't want to, like, bite off more than I can chew. Like, if you start playing the video game and you're on level two, you're not ready to face, like, the big top boss yet. Like, you're not going to yeah. hurt. Like, coming on the show and immediately getting into it with Kenya would be, like, a, you know. I
1: mean, you would lose, like. Right, right. I would love to see it.
0: I think she's, it's almost like, I don't know if this is how she's thinking of it, but I think it's sort of a good strategy that it's like, she's going to have her like medium level drama with Drew, where she's like, you know, I like being friends with you, but then now I'm seeing a couple of things that I feel like I should talk, that I should bring up. And like, I'm going to give you like a weird sort of half confrontation. And obviously I'm going to do it in front of the group because you have this whole entourage. Like, I think that's kind of smart because then, like, she and Drew can either continue feuding or patch it up, but then she'll kind of have that under yeah. her belt when she wants to, like, get in there with the other women.
1: Well, when they showed, like, what was going on in the room when Drew said that, I was like, she's right, though. Drew makes it sound like they were just the two of them kikiing, like, in bed. Right. And, like, eating fucking takeout. But I'm like, there's like five other people in there. And of course she's going to say it on camera. That's what she's getting paid to do.
0: I don't remember if Drew was like this last season, but this year it is like, she has like three assistants. There's a chef in the house. There's like full glam. I'm like, first of all, how are you paying all of these people? But second of all, like-
1: Where is the money? What, like- right I, that is a I think that Sonia is aligning herself against Drew because of the business stuff. I feel like Sonia sees something going wrong with Drew's uh This this drop reputation. it with Drew
0: situation just feels like a giant black hole of mess. And like I don't believe on any level that it's like real or good or as successful as she's saying the fact that she's like we have like thousands of people in these like camps all across the country and they are losing all this weight and we're making all this money i'm like how like when did that happen how are they finding out about it like drop it with drew is like we just heard about it like three weeks ago for the first time she also
1: said that they have six camps in chicago why why
0: Yeah. And the fact that she can't, she can't give like a concise explanation of like, what is the drop it withdrew program? She's like, we have camps, we have challenges, we have meal kit deliveries, like all of this different stuff. And like, I don't understand it. The women clearly don't understand it. The website either doesn't work or is crashing because so many people want to sign up. It's like, (laughs) it's just like, you know, sometimes a lot of the time with businesses on these shows, it's hard to really get a read on like how successful it is or whether it's kind of just a storyline. But this one, it's like, if you can't even tell me what the business is, how am I supposed to believe that you're like crushing it?
1: Yeah, it makes, I mean, I'm looking at the website and it doesn't
0: seem. Did you like automatically lose 30 pounds just from like typing? Also, the website in
1: Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta, cause they have the camps. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they have them listed all the ones in Illinois. And then they have Atlanta virtual only.
0: Why would you not, like, yeah, like, why is this, like, a Chicago-based program? Why, Like, it seems like you're leaving money on the table by not even having, like, a camp in Atlanta. Like, isn't that where her fan base is going to be?
1: Yeah, and uh, now it's, like, just a pop-up that says drop it with Drew 21 day for May has closed. Join the wait list for June 12th to July 2nd. Okay. 20, I, I'm like, this is insane. I don't know. Hundreds have lost 10, 20, and 30 pounds. And then they have, like, five stars. But it's not like, it's just, they edit, they put in, a, like, five stars. <laughs> it's
0: not, like, a review. Yeah. I did love when when Marlo brings up at this, like, lunch at the end, when she's like, oh, like, we went to the website. And Drew's like, oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Like, that's so nice. And Marlo's like, no, no, no. Like, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, they
1: were they were brutal. I'm like... There's no real uh, Beverly Hills code of not talking about businesses.
0: When Kenya says it's giving Ponzi scheme, I'm
1: like... All of them. It is... Listen, you know that I'm a a fan of the pyramid schemes. (laughs) It is giving Ponzi
0: scheme. Yeah. I still feel like I'm in this space of like... I don't dislike Drew. And I also don't think she's a bad housewife. Like, I think she's giving us a lot of material. I'm glad that this week wasn't all about her and Ralph, because I think that is a little much sometimes. But that like, shit,
1: I mean, that is like, I think one of the worst marriages in the Real housewife stratosphere.
0: It's extremely troubling. And I think it's like, we've seen lots of couples go through their problems, but it's like every couple that comes on the show that has issues, you either there has to be either a way for it to get better or a divorce. And I'm like, I don't, there's been no indication that you're like on the path to making things better. Like it just does, I yeah. don't see that in the cards.
1: Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't like, I mean, and I think the editors also feel bad for her because they like are <laughs> coming for Ralph's throat with the the way they edit things. And even the, the titles of the episodes are like about gaslighting and stuff. Um I don't know. I just remember Drew as the hot girl on that so Raven. Oh my god. Because that was I, who she was.
0: I've probably seen that episode, but it's been like where was she on like a lot of episodes?
1: She was like a recurring character. She was like the head cheerleader that okay. was really popular.
0: I didn't even when she said that she was in step up, I had to go back and look to for it to like click for me because I just like it didn't click for me that she was like in high school. <laughs> it's like, oh, like who was the older well, woman that's stuff why, up? <laughs> in that
1: <laughs> in that episode when she was like uh with Marlo's business and she's like, Oh, I'm in the industry. Like, how how do I like rent something? And Marlo's like, When's the last time you book something? <laughs> When's your last IMDB credit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. I liked you. like I I sort of like I'm like rooting for Drew in a way, but also she is one of those people where it's like it feels like the the layer of bullshit or of like self-delusion is really thick. And I just don't know if we're ever going to be able to cut through that. And, um, you know, Kenya says Drew's tactics when she's in an argument are either over-talking you so you can't, you know, get your point out or playing dumb like she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And I thought that was such a good observation because Drew does this thing. Like when Sonia sort of confronts her later, she's like, oh, I don't know, like I don't know what you're telling about Like that's so weird that you would like have an issue. Like, what are you saying? Drop it with Drew's not real. Like she does this thing where she acts like so like dumbfounded by the fact that somebody would have an issue with her. And it's like, no, like I yeah. think you I think you get this a little more than you're pretending to.
1: I'm also like, if Drop It With Drew really has these camps, why are we not seeing them on camera? You know we would if they were there.
0: It's a good point. Right. Like the only like drop it with Drew scene we've had was like her and Sonya at the gym, just the two of them, and then the chef like making a meal. Like that's not
1: Yeah. And I don't know. I don't I don't I don't buy into it. I've never met an adult that's gone to a fat camp.
0: It's <laughs> game. Did you have you watched Married to Medicine? Yes. It's, I'm, like, it's one
1: season behind.
0: Dr. Jackie fit is the new it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then she she rebrands it as fit me. And I'm, like, leave me alone. Yeah. And
1: I'm, like, Dr. Jackie, though, like, hates fat people. It's, she like, really a through line of the whole season.
0: <laughs> this <laughs> is the thing, like, every time, that, that's, like, gotta be some, like, HR violation where every time a new woman comes on the show, she's, like, you know what? I think Heavenly could stand to you lose a few pounds. It's, like, Get-
1: Oh no! And then remember when she like went to the girl who like won Miss Atlanta and she was like (laughs) talking to her about how she needs to get healthy. (laughs) I'm
0: like, no. (sighs) Yeah, no, that's the last thing I need is like a, a random woman who like happens to be a doctor coming up to me and being like, you should lose weight. Is Quad not on Married to Medicine anymore? Speaking I believe of, she is coming back this season. She well, she was. But on, she
1: was a friend last
0: season, right? She got demoted to a friend last season, but I I I need to catch up on that season. But I think she was still like around a lot. And I'm, as far as I know, I believe she is going to be back full time this mm. season. Which that's yes, crazy.
1: Put her on Housewives. I think she would be so fucking good on Housewives. I love Quad Miss,
0: Miss Quad Miss Quad. Like,
1: like imagine Miss <laughs> Quad and like any of them. I feel like. I know. It would be. And, and she's they know each with other. Them. They're all in Atlanta. Yeah.
0: I know. I think that is one thing that I think I would like to see in the future, maybe as like a peacock thing or like a different version of a girl's trip, like sort of cracking open this like Atlanta bubble and like all of these women that, you know, are friends with each other and always see each other out and stuff. It's like, you got to get some cameras on that.
1: Yeah, totally. I would love that. They should do an ultimate girls' trip in Atlanta. There's so many people. <laughs> they just go to a hotel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I they're going to, to Dorinda's this... house. What What else? I mean... Right. I know. They're, like, bitter that they weren't invited to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> I would be, too. I'd be like, it's where? Yeah, the Berkshires? Like, Massa- Massachusetts?
1: <laughs> right? I'd be like, where do... Brandy's like, where do I even fly into? Like, how do I... <laughs> It is a choice.
0: by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's IBOTTA in the Google Player App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. I want to talk about this game they play where they're saying the most famous people who have ever hit on them uh, because some of these answers are truly just a lot. Um, so Kenya says that Prince was trying to get with her and maybe, yeah. who knows?
1: If Prince was trying to get with Kenya, Like, I'm like, I'm sorry, if Prince was trying to get with anyone, Prince would have gotten with them. <laughs>
0: Right, like where where is the disconnect between like Prince wanted to have sex with me, but then it didn't happen? It's like what's the excuse?
1: Yeah, I don't believe it.
0: You're like, oh, I was like, I had I had a flight to catch. Like, no, you canceled the flight. Yeah,
1: I don't. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Drew, (laughs) I just can't with her. She's alluding to slash claiming they're clearly legally not allowed to say the name LeBron James on this show, but she's (laughs) alluding to having briefly dated LeBron James, and she says that he flew her out to his games, he was listening to his music before he went on the court, and it's safe to say absolutely no one in the group is buying this. What are your your thoughts on Drew potentially having dated LeBron James?
1: I don't think it's that far-fetched, really. Like, depending on when the situation, I could buy it. She's like, it's. I don't think it's that ridiculous. I think Kenya and Prince is way more ridiculous than Drew and LeBron James.
0: You know what makes the most sense to me? Marlo and Gene Simmons. I'm like, hell yeah, why not?
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds r- exactly right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do. I do think it's funny. Like Drew just like does this to herself though, where she tells these stories or like says these things about herself that just invite everyone in the group to be like, girl, please. When she's like, he listened to my music before he would go on court, and everybody's like, she had music. What?
1: And I'm like, yeah, maybe he was like, oh, you have music? Yeah, I love, like, I totally love to hear that. Right. Uh, I feel sometime. like she probably like
0: played a song for him, and he was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah,
1: and then he <laughs> like didn't call her back after the game.
0: <laughs> right? He's like, oh, fun. Like he did the thing where you listen to someone's music, and you're like. Oh, yeah, I like this.
1: Yeah, what are you supposed to fucking... What do you want him to say? Oh, I don't... This isn't really my vibe.
0: Or or she probably, like, gave him, like, a CD with her music on it, and then she asked him later if he listened to it, and he was like, Oh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah,
1: he's like, So, do you know Raven? Simone? Can I, um... (laughs) 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 <laughs> can like, i can get you, like, a, a copy of her cover of stevie wonder superstitious remember that you used to like play superstition.
0: that m- <laughs> she, <I'm> like, <laughs> she like she like covered it had... and they would
1: play the music video on disney channel like during halloween
0: i had one of her cds i think it was called this is my time and it was like back in the era of like when when you had like When you got like a gift card for your birthday or you had like a little bit of money as a kid and it was like, I'm going to buy a CD. I bought raven Simone's CD, which was very exciting.
1: If I had known she had them, I definitely would have bought them. The first (laughs) like (laughs) script I ever wrote was a uh, episode of That's So Raven when I was like 14. (laughs) I wish I could find it. (laughs) I think I put myself in it too.
0: you You like drive yourself over to Disney. You're like, I have an idea. I think you're going to really <laughs> love it.
1: Here's my 13-page script on That's So Raven, episode 441. Chris joins the school.
0: It's on, like, loose-leaf paper.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, literally.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, it's come time that we have to talk about Sheree and Tyrone. And oh it is God. really just so depressing. I, I've i always loved Sheree. I think she is such a wonderfully watchable person on TV and she has a great sensibility of like what to say what to do but my heart just like hurts for her in this episode because it's like she's clearly trying to put on like such a confident face about the stuff that's going on with Tyrone and like she thinks he's going to come to New York and then it ends up not happening and the women are like grilling her about it and i i feel like already she's like Trying to play it cool, and she's like, "No, no, no! Like it's it's all good. Like it's not your business. Like all this stuff." But then watching her sit at that for two and a
1: half hours, that
0: tiny little table on the sidewalk in her fur coat, clearly like freezing her ass off. It's just, I mean, so I felt
1: so bad for her, and like, yeah, it's it was heartbreaking. It was really hard to watch. Uh, it's I hate watching. People like Sheree like that happening too. It's like harder to watch someone that doesn't break down get broken down.
0: I feel like yeah, and because this, and she says that she's put her love life on hold for all these years. Like he because he was incarcerated when they first you know got together, and then now he's been released, but he clearly has all of these restrictions on traveling and you know going places, and it really is like. She's made so many sacrifices because she believes in this relationship. And in this moment, watching in real time her kind of like be faced with the fact that like whether or not whatever happened on this day to prevent him from coming, whether it was like his parole officer told him he couldn't or like an issue with the filming. I don't know exactly, but clearly this is like kind of like a sea change moment of like, I don't know if this relationship is like going to work.
1: Yeah, it's really fucking sad. Also, like, two and a half hours?
0: Hello. Oh, that's
1: and when so she, long. She, she must have been, like, confident in in him coming. That's why she brought cameras. And also, I'm like, how does the producers know?
0: Right, like, I don't even know what the behind the scenes is when they're, like, getting a call from his lawyer. Um, I'm like, why doesn't Sheree have, like, the lawyer's phone number? <laughs>
1: but, like, yeah, that was weird. Unless it was, like, his lawyer was talking to the Bravo lawyer because of being on
0: camera. That's what I was wondering, like, I don't know, because they made it sound like the day before in New York, maybe he had gotten permission, like, to film, like, maybe that's an issue. And so he had maybe, that was my theory that he had gotten permission to film the day that they were in New York, but then hadn't, like, it didn't extend to the day that they were in Philly. And so maybe that was an issue. But at, then it's like, why can't you just, like, send her a text or even, like. Yeah,
1: cuz I'm like even when they showed his face when they were facetiming I know it's weird when
0: Sheree called Kenya like I love seeing Kenya in like supportive good I friend love Kenya though. I know and like it was you could tell that Kenya was really felt bad for Sheree. and she's like asking what what I can do can I look for a flight like what do you need like it just I just like Sheree needs a win and yeah ugh, it's, sad. it's
1: sad but she looked fierce at least she
0: did look with the fur coat and those like brown leather, like knee high boots, like over the knee, and those sunglasses. Like, she looks like a mob wife in the best way.
1: Yes, she looked like J Lo and hustlers. I was obsessed.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, she I love a like big J- f- like. She looked, imagine I was, that's
1: my favorite aesthetic.
0: Obviously, <laughs> imagine mob hustlers wife. with Sheree instead of Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> I am 100% on board. Oh, my God. That would
1: be... And Sheree's so fit. I bet she could fucking rock a pole also if she had
0: to. That's true. She does post a lot of gym content.
1: Because she said she was like, well, my actual passion is um, diet and fitness. And that's why this is all natural. And she stood up to walk away from Drew uh, yesterday. Yeah,
0: I mean, she looks damn good. And she's like, I just... Yeah, I mean, like... I don't care that Drew got like surgeries and stuff. Like that's obviously her choice, but it is funny the way these women are like, so if the program works so good, then why do you have to get Lipo? And Drew's like, Well, it was like medically necessary, and it's like "Eh,
1: (laughs) I also love how Marlo's like, so the drop it like Drew program is meant for women trying to maintain post surgery.
0: Surgeries (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like it's like a tummy tuck like maintenance program. Oh my God. I, that's the thing about this group though. It's that it's like them arguing about Drew's workout program at the end of the day is so petty, but like the way they do it is so hilarious and shady. And it's just, it just brings me joy. And that's why I love Atlanta.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to see how it, how it goes. We're still so early.
0: I know. Well, I am so glad you were able to join me today. You'll have to come back again soon because we have lots more to talk about. But before we go, tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, listen to you, all that stuff.
1: You can listen to, we have the receipts about Netflix reality, wherever you listen to podcasts, Middle Children, wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw on Insta. All the links are there. And that's it. (laughs) Thank you for having me
0: amazing of course and thank you so much everyone for listening don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen you can follow us on instagram at bravo by Betches. and until next time be cool don't be all like uncool
1: mention it all is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by dylan hafer guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
0: batches